0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast today. I've got the Rogers Healy in the house, man. Thanks so much for making it to, to the show today.
1: Thanks for getting my name correctly with the i um, yes. I've always wanted to be introduced like that, especially like if I was a football player um, and I went to a college, I didn't go to SMU. I went to the Southern Methodist
0: University. Yes. So yes. we're off to a great start. <laughs> I love that. V, yeah. the, 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 the Southern yeah. Methodist.
1: Thank you, the Tom.
0: Hey, so <laughs> this is for the the, the show. Yeah. For the people that don't know you, give them a little backstory. You've been in real estate for a long time. You told me a funny story as we were just getting prepped. So I'm tell us about your journey. i was funny to you. Yeah. Yes.
1: The funny story is that the uh, Rogers Healy took the real estate exam more than anyone in the history of the state of Texas. So I'm assuming that's what you were referencing. Um, yeah. I mean, background, you know, all kidding aside, perpetual loser in the sense that I lost everything. Not that mm-hmm. I was not trying. Uh, and real estate uh, randomly kind of found me. Uh, when I was in college. I had interest in all things other than real estate, other than business, from music memorabilia collecting to trying to be a sports broadcaster. And, you know, it was one of those kind of God wink moments where it just felt right and uh, decided to pursue it. And um, after literally failing the exam 21 times, I finally, by the grace of God, passed it on lucky 22. And it kind of took off from there. Uh, Try to find a way to, you know, bring an entrepreneurial spin into a pretty stale business back in the early 2000s and still here.
0: So what were you thinking at around test fail, like 10 or 11?
1: So we're going to really dive deep into this. What was I thinking? I wasn't obviously, (laughs) because if I would have thought I would have gone back to waiting tables at Papa Do's, which is what gave me the ability to pass the test. But you know, I, I think that in, in life, um, and we'd like to talk about this a lot, I think it's more important to fail than to win. Mm-hmm. And I think God was really just prepping my heart for, you know, relative success where you, I just expected to lose. And it was kind of the reason I was single for a long time is that, you know, I rarely had, you know, uh, a relationship that stuck, but I wasn't afraid to keep trying. And so I think that that was really, um, you know, it was just preparing me to be a humble leader and to you know take everything with w- in, in stride. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it sucked passing it, and yeah. I would rotate testing centers. And they, I'd walk in and be like, "Good morning, Rogers." I'm like, "Hey, Glenda, <laughs> here again." And then when I finally passed, it was like tears of joy, but also like, "I'm gonna miss you." Yeah, you know, I'm gonna miss you taking it. But yeah, it, it just kind of set me up, and um, I'm not a great test taker. <clears throat> I have every learning disability under the sun. I sure. had it before; it was cool, but. You know, I think that also made me more relatable as I, mm-hmm. you know, continue to climb where I'm not your run of the mill success story. Yeah.
0: So tell us about the business today, just so we have context. And then I really want to go back in time because m- many of the people that are listening this, the individual right now that's listening to this, they could be running a successful team. They could be a brand new agent, they could be 50 years in the business and be a CEO of a company trying to figure out what's next for them. So it's a wide variety of listeners. And then tech companies and other friends that are just- I
1: thought you were about to arm wrestle me. That's what I feel like (laughs) is about to happen. I was like, yeah, over the uh, top, here we go. Yeah, here we go, yeah.
0: But give us context for what does the business look like today? How many offices, how many agents, what's the volume in transactions? Just so people have context.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, If I was trying to just short and sweet impress you, I would say we've got the largest independently owned real estate company in the state of Texas, Mm -hmm. right? What does that mean? It means a lot of things. It means that there's larger uh, companies owned by uh, Warren Buffett. Yes. But I I think the theme of it is what got us here uh, Mm -hmm. is probably what's not going to get us to the next step. And by the time this airs, coincidentally today, uh, we're introducing a director of operations, which I never thought I would do, but it just reached a point where, you know, I've kind of hired myself out of a job. So it's mm-hmm. it's a company based on faith and it's based on collaboration. It's based on acceptance and it's based on really everything as long as you work hard. yes, And that was my calling card. And it still is where I think that God built us to grind. Um, and so, you know, it started out not like in my basement, but also we yeah. were in a room about this size yep. with... Three people, and I didn't have a business plan. I still don't, but I just knew that, you know, working for someone else, even though that's all I do now, technically, sure. right? Uh, it wasn't for me. And just on a whim, started a real estate company. Yeah. And, and that really is the, the most glamorous, rated, g- glamorous way to describe it. And, you know, just by being resilient and having some faith and some grit, it just kind of started to work. But now it's a real company, volume, billion dollars a year, agents, mm-hmm. we have a lot transactions. We sell a lot. We do a lot of leasing. um, But I've learned that through my obsession with business, I've been able to go and infuse um, an industry that is not really business savvy for the most part, which that's really the disruption. I always thought it was social media and looking different than most people. But it was really the fact that I I know how to scale and I know how to look for things, you know, kind of ahead of others. But Mm -hmm. in order to be a visionary and a driver, you have to have structure in place. And that requires a team of people that takes time to find and i think that's what you know that's the next level for me is really removing myself and turning my name into a brand in real estate where i can you know forecast and and you know kind of be the um, the creative and the brains behind yeah. it yeah be the visionary yeah right? which again be the visionary. i, I mm-hmm. there's not a playbook for that and if you've done this for a long time it's okay to recognize that you suck at something and mm-hmm. for me there's a lot of things that i still suck at but there's some things i had to learn enough of to where when we put someone in that position, I can lead them. And I think that's what a, a business owner is supposed to do.
0: So you and I share a common uh, value set, which is like scaling, right? Like why do something small? If you can build it the right way and serve more people, Yeah, it's just for the greater good. Yeah. Where did you learn that? Um,
1: golly, I, I think trial by fire. Yeah. You know, my, my dad's my hero, and he's had a, he has a successful insurance and estate planning business, but mm-hmm. he has, I think, 10 employees and Mm -hmm. his version of success was he's very niche with his clients Mm -hmm. high net worth individuals period yeah that's never been my approach i'm in the business of making money which requires you know volume which comes with a a different set of problems but i i think that you know the common theme between all of my failures really was me whether Mm -hmm. it was dating the wrong people whether it was hiring the wrong people whether it was leading the wrong way and eventually, you know, COVID, honestly, COVID gave a lot of us a reset and an mm-hmm. opportunity to put priorities in place. But prior to COVID, we didn't have departments and, and you know, and we were still, a, a, you know, a pretty big player. We were a top 20 company in the city and selling a lot of real estate, but it was just a lot of the same starting over. Here we go again. Right. right? And right. bad hires right. and, you know, waiting too long to remove people. Um where during COVID, but
0: that's the entrepreneurial game, like especially as a founder, right? Yeah,
1: but like get over it. And, yeah. and I think that you know, COVID was my office locked me out of my office because I was a an addict that needed to be at my desk and working. And yes. I was able to be with my then wife, my now wife, but I'm saying she was my wife at the beginning of COVID. Is when we got married, and I kind of could look around and be like, all right, it's okay to wear shorts. It's okay to yeah. you know sleep to five a.m. and do these things that I just thought I was having to always be on. And if I wasn't available, my office would collapse and people would quit. But I finally just reached a point where I was like, screw it. I want to be myself. And and I want to go and really leverage the fact that, like, there's more to life than work. And by doing that, work became more, you know, more efficient and more successful Mm -hmm. and revenue grew. But, you know, it, it just takes time. And I think learning to scale, like, I'm looking here. At your your props, mm-hmm. this is kind of how I used to build things. If you guys mm-hmm. can see this with poker chips, yeah. and eventually it would right. it would fall, and then I was like, I need to have a stronger foundation where stuff actually sticks. Exactly. And, and by the way, this was not rehearsed or, or prepared, but this is just how my you know middle school brain works, and, and it started to work, and the ego started to drift away, and people started to come to the office not because of me, and people mm-hmm. started to be successful because of other you know structure in place, and I was like, all right, this is a business, but. Yeah. The hard part for that is I kept stepping away from the stuff I was used to. And then you reach a point where you're like, dang, I'm not really needed anymore. Yes. Like, h- how do I go and still find relevance? Um, which, again, was another opportunity to grow. And that's kind of where I am today.
0: You're hitting on so many things here. So, so one, of the, one of the statements I make to CEOs and brand new agents and everybody in between is your structure and your systems and the standards you have for yourself that's, that's where you are in business. We rarely rise to our goals. People write down, oh, I want to achieve this. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Show me the systems and the structure and the standards that are going to be in place to make that happen. Then it works. Yeah. So you're now bringing in this new director of operations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. What are you trying to accomplish?
1: Um, a different kind of growth. And I think honestly, it's just I'm not I'm 42. I'm not that old, but it's mm-hmm. just at a point where I used to. I mean, my work family is not my family. Yeah, they work for me. And and we work together. And my family is my family. And that's always going to be more important than competing. And I think that, you know, real estate, especially in a city like Dallas, or in, you know, in the West Coast, every Mm -hmm. day, there's a new real estate company that opens up, right. And a lot of them have the objective of just taking us out at the knees. And I'm like, if that's how you want to live your life, go for it. And if people want to follow bad leaders, it was nice to meet you, the toilet will flush itself. And so you know, I, I've had to learn that the hard way, but it's, you know, I have to just stay in my lane and my lane is wide. But by doing that, I've found happiness really for the first time as an adult. And I'm not married to my work, but in turn, that makes me a more genuine salesperson where like we were talking about, you, mm-hmm. you find your role. And I think my role is visionary rainmaker, yeah, but also just a genuine hype guy because I'm leading by example, which you can't do if you're living in the business every single day. How I just spilled coffee all over I, my shirt, by the way. So. It looks, it's
0: great. How much it, – well, it's f- also freezing in here, so you just got a little warmer. That's yeah, probably yeah, a good thing. Yeah, Um true. How much of uh, the birth of your daughter in the last year has has really changed the way you view business?
1: Everything. I mean, it's – I love cliches, and I love, like, those inspirational posters that you'd see, yeah. like, in your dentist's office in right. the 80s because yeah. it's, it's true. Um, getting married changes everything, right? And I think mm-hmm. – um, That's awesome, but you can still live a somewhat selfish life based off routine. Yeah. And my wife is a grinder, too. But, you know, having a child that looks kind of like me, it it just puts everything in perspective. And Mm -hmm. as, you know, kind of crazy as it sounds, I just stopped caring about everything other than what was right in front of me and started working from home a little bit, started dressing Mm -hmm. more casual Started drinking coffee. I never had caffeine um, until two months ago. Fun fact, and now literally addicted. Yes. Um, But I just put it in perspective, and and the stuff that used to worry me, and you know, for a solid ten years, I would avoid going out in public. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to run into somebody who's burned me, or that quit my company, or that." And it just sucks. And and I think the life of a realtor, it always gets voted the most happy, happiest career. It's not. No. And and the thing about real estate. which is just kind of crazy, uh, and to make a, you know, a, a music reference, Hotel California, one of the greatest songs ever, whether you like the Eagles or not, the theme of it, for, to most people that interpret it, is once you check in, you never check out. Mm-hmm. Once you find success in real estate, and you taste that forbidden fruit, it's impossible to step back into the innocence. And mm-hmm. I had to just go, and having a child you know, help catalyze this, but I had to be like, all right, there's more to life than a deal. Yeah. There's more to life than having the biggest real estate company and having the greatest bottom line. It's like I have to go and find a way to find joy that has nothing to do with a yard sign or a business card. And again, by doing that, the right people have risen. The wrong people have found their way out. And the law of attraction is stronger than it's ever been.
0: I know for the person listening right now, you've probably heard me live in an event or maybe on a podcast where I said – in order for you to scale, you have to let go. Mm-hmm. You have to stop doing the things that got you here, right? Yeah. You know, like we, we know those cliches, but you here is not going to get you there. Yeah. But it's hard to let stuff go. It's hard to let routines go that, that became, you said it earlier, intentional or not, about your identity yeah. became all of this. Yeah. Being at the office every single day, grinding it out, and now all of a sudden the birth of your daughter- Yeah. You, you see this opportunity to change. A lot of people don't change.
1: Yeah, and, and, but you have to. If not, I mean, you're gonna change or change is gonna kill you. And I've learned to use words too, like I had a guy, um, his name's Jerry McNabb. Shout out to Jerry, he's like a second dad to me. And reached a point, It's probably eight years ago where I was mm-hmm. just rock bottom. I was a part of a Ponzi scheme with a home builder in DFW called Bella Vita. Uh, they were just, did things, that, I, was, I was a sucker. And mm-hmm. I was in a really bad relation. It was just like the, the storm was perfect. And I reached a point and I finally called my dad and I'm not one to ever ask for help. And I was like, all right, here, here I am waving the flag. He's like, you need to call Jerry. This guy is, you know, he's like what you do for mm-hmm. real estate people and yeah. beyond. He does it, you know, kind of to a different scale where mm-hmm. most times he works with people. It's like a four to six month process. Yeah. Seven years. I was with him and he yeah. learned, he learned, he learned me. He taught me how to think different and how to uh, operate different, where one of the words that I started mm-hmm. to use was evolve. And yes. I feel like the term evolve is a positive way of saying things are going to change. Yes. And so uh, I really got into it. I, I love dad quotes and I love these things that I never thought I would enjoy. But the one thing I kept gravitating towards was a quote he told me the very first time we met by Oscar Wilde, who I've never read any of his books or poems, whatever he writes. But he had a quote that said, be yourself because everyone else is taken. Yep. And I heard that. I was like, that's my quote. I was like, that's how I need mm-hmm. to live my life. But, you know, how do I go couple that with being a business leader and being a relatively public figure and still just obsessing over being the best version of me? And that really was, you know, what changed my life. S-
0: so many people hearing this have experienced this to, to become successful. We feel like we need to become this person, right? It's not me because, you know, I, I'm not enough. It took me 22 times to pass the test. So if I become this person, I just think it's just, it's so.
1: He loves. I'm all... going to go take it again today and I'm going to fail it. And I'm going to come back and be like, I passed it, but then I failed it after I passed it. 23, Michael Jordan. There we go.
0: But you know what I mean? Like we, we, we create these identities and then those identities are only good for so long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like it, you, the the young hustling, getting started, only 21 year old kid in town selling houses. And everybody looks at you, or at least you you perceive that they look at you a certain way. Yeah. So I'll show you. Well, that only gets you so far. It's exhausting,
1: and 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 we were talking about this before as well. I think that we've been very blessed to be around all generations of people in sales, whether it's yeah. you know old school realtors. Maybe I'm old school, the new school, and I think yeah. that you know the kiss of death or you know the the kiss of success is a phone. Mm-hmm. And I see these people that have such incredible brand opportunities, and they have a great heart, and they know how to smile. And they get sucked into the vortex of TikTok or Instagram and I do it too. But I'm like, why are you posing on a car that you don't own and you're not smiling and you edit your face? It's like that's not that's not yes. that's not authentic. And it's hard for me to where fine I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep being myself and the right, right. people will gravitate right. towards it. And if right. I can help correct the path, great. But it's it's hard and you know you're,
0: I, you're speaking my truth because okay so my dad is a legend of this business uh used to say to people um you ever got a business card from somebody in real estate looked at it looked at them looked at it looked at them and, and thought what happened dude and now, have... now we have that on instagram and TikTok and facebook and everything else and, and look if you're out there and you overly photoshop stuff yes i'm talking to you this whole game is likability Right, we talk, we talk about trust, we talk about likability, we talk about referrals, et cetera. I'm convinced two agents go on the same presentation from the same company, same price, same term, same everything, who gets chosen? The one that's most likable. Well, if you start my relationship with you online with all this false, and then I meet you, yeah. you, you have an instant knock of trust credibility for me i think there so should be we're, a requirement
1: that every two years realtors need to get an updated headshot i agree and if you're just ugly put a smiley face on your signature i mean let's no
0: my joke is what are you gonna do scare them when you get there yeah, like i mean like just, you can't make it fake
1: yeah it's crazy <laughs> and, um i'm just kidding if you are ugly yes. like you could still sell real estate i've done it yes um,
0: anyway yes yeah. yes yes all right we're not even gonna touch the ugly stick don't edit anything okay I, have I even started the podcast yet? I, I wrote down all these questions. I'm the Rogers Healy. <laughs> Welcome to the
1: Tom Ferry Podcast, everyone. Today we get canceled.
0: And Thanks, Starbucks. Yeah. Thank you, Starbucks. All right, so here's a random question. Uh, what would 22 you say? times. <laughs> that actually would have been an even better random. How many times, How many did, times did it take did you? The you? real estate exam. Okay, you're hiring this new direct. This is actually not on my list, but you're hire, you hired this new director of operations. Um, how will you go about helping, encouraging, monitoring, stepping away, managing, leading, inspiring, measuring performance? How will you know if she's doing the right job?
1: I'm going to hire Tom Ferry to implement our structure and our coaching. <laughs> Drop the mics. Sold. It's, yeah. Sold. Yeah. I I think that um, really,
0: but really, really. I mean, uh, I struggle with this. No, That's no, why no, I'm sure. asking you. It's
1: I. I don't know, and I think Mm -hmm. there's beauty in that. There's not a playbook to get inside my head, but I think that you know this lady that is coming ran operations for a very large real estate company for the state of Texas, and and God's just been really cool that it happened naturally as it was supposed to. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, and I think that you know, unlike me, I'm going to just kind of be on call, and instead of hovering and Mm -hmm. making sure everything is done perfect, you know, it's going to take time, and I think through that. She's going to lead the staff, which is going to lead the agents, and then I right. can actually not be worried about being out of the office at ten o'clock on a Wednesday morning because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So I I think that that's um that's going to work. Uh, but for what it's worth, all of our other staff, for the most part, they have roles and responsibilities. But yes, you know, you're going to figure it out, and, yeah. and I'm going to observe stuff, and when I can help, I'm going to do it. But I have to learn how to also just be quiet. Which I'm not necessarily.
0: I can't see great that. at. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that's why they put me in a uh, dark room during the day and lock the door. And every couple hours, I get water. Yes. Uh, and I love Every it. once in a while, when I'm good, I get coffee. Yeah,
0: it's like a French prison.
1: Yes. No, it's fantastic.
0: So, if you if you look at the business now, and as I understand, it, I thought I saw a recent PR piece. You launched commercial. Did I just and then spill again? I think you did. It. It, it's. I'm gonna blame Starbucks. I saw it on the last Does left. Tom Ferry have branded bibs? Uh, Guys, I think we Make, probably, put it on the We list. do, but we'd have to send My it to his daughter, bibs right? Bibs and green MMs. Yes, we, I think we have like a bananas do like baby a,
1: outfit, like a dry cleaner in the back or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, sorry, I just launched <laughs> yes. what?
0: Do we have a uh, maybe a blanket? Um, you, I thought you just launched commercial. Did I? Yes. today? No, I saw it on Instagram or something. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, 10 years ago. So you've been scrolling back quite a while. No, 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 no. no. no, I'm not even going to dig in my phone. It was
0: was a recent something. And there was two divisions, I thought. And I was just curious, relating to your director of operations, Yeah. when you launch something new, do you launch it or do you launch it around a who that can actually go do it?
1: Uh, Short answer is yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> to which part? Yeah. I think whenever the, the best thing to do when you're buried in work is create another company. Yes. That's where all logic leads. No, but you know, y'all that are watching this that are in real estate, mm-hmm. you know, it's one real estate license for anything, yeah. but you also know that a lot of people love to segment and, you know, sure. it's hard to have a commercial agent working under a residential roof. Yes. Um, yes. Not technically. So anyway, yeah, we, we grew commercial, you know, it's been awesome to watch the growth, but uh, about three years ago, We've done commercial for 13 years, and the company's in year 17, Um, and I'm 33. And so, um, do the math. Um, We we formalized it and and just kind of took the same structure of Mm -hmm. collaboration and culture and put it into something where we're disrupting commercial differently. And then a couple years ago, launched a farm, like a land and lake division because that's a whole different avenue. But yeah, we have a little bit of everything and it seems to
0: work. We were chatting off camera earlier about disruption, and I think you and I follow a very similar philosophy. We will just outwork everybody. Yeah. That's our, So when you say disruption as it relates to commercial or as it relates to scaling a business,
1: yeah. same
0: rule apply or do different rules apply to your
1: – Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me take that and answer it with a recruiting response. Sure. Um, recruiting is really hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you look at agents in three layers, top producers, almost top producers – Instagrammers, right Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them people Mm -hmm. that don't know how to work Um, the top producers are usually the hardest ones to go and recruit but when you recruit a top producer the level three ones always join yep Um, and so if you think about from the logical side what i was able to do with essentially growing the realist the residential is i would go to people that didn't have their license which is a whole different story um, which would require us opening that wine and Mm -hmm. i would probably cry yes but with commercial uh in the world of commercial there's retail i just spilled again i'm
0: in it I'm going
1: to help oh you out Oh my gosh, here. am I leaking coffee? Welcome,
0: welcome to the Tom Perry Show. Yeah. No more lid for you. I think it's a lid issue. Uh, no editing, by the way. Yeah, please don't edit. This, this show is... is brought to you by Starbucks You got at 3 o'clock
1: in the morning, two, two mornings in a row. There's yes. no excuse. Yes. Anyway, uh, inside out is the best way to recruit. Instead yep. of going and trying to convince somebody, go and introduce somebody to the idea of making money based off the network they already have. Yes. Commercial, retail, industrial, multifamily, land, office, etc., there's a lot of people that know that world, and you took the lid off, which is really risky. No, it, I'm thinking no. it's the lid. Is oh, the that problem. is smart. It, yeah, it look is, at
0: the the lid looks completely it's destroyed. It's the wand,
1: not the magician. Yes. Anyway, so we grew from the inside out, and and took a creative approach where we we've, we've struck. What I should have done when I started my real estate company mm-hmm. 17 years ago, I did minute one with this, and so the structure has been it's been harmony, and yes. you know we're growing, but obviously there's still obstacles to that.
0: But then if you take, so we have hundreds of clients that are doing the same thing, small teams large brokerages, you know, yeah. monster companies. Yeah. And they'll all say the same thing. You know, I hire 10, three make it, seven don't, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't seem to matter what our training is, what our onboarding is, which I'm a fan of spent all the money up front in advance. Don't wait until they're dying. Yeah. Um, what have you found to, to be most effective in bringing on unlicensed agents into the fold and introducing them to real estate?
1: We give them access to the same things that people that have tenure do. And I mm-hmm. think that's a big problem with people. What does that mean? I, I, like training, I, if I'm going to be led by somebody, mm-hmm. I want to be led by somebody that has experience in what they're leading me in. Yeah. Right. I would never get a haircut from a bald barber. I don't want to mm-hmm. go eat a French meal from a skinny cook. And yeah. I think there's parallels to that in real estate. And frankly, right. like right. I've sold a crap ton of real estate. Yeah. And so as people have people on our staff. And so if you want to follow a model, edit it and make it mm-hmm. yours, mm-hmm. that's success. And so I think. So you just
0: have your team, like teammates, agents and others yeah. doing the training.
1: Yeah, but we also do We don't have titles. All right. Yeah. And, and people in real estate that have like, I'm double diamond, you know, Rick circle. <laughs> it's just dumb. Everyone that works at the company is a real estate agent. Yeah. Right. Whether you made a million bucks last year or you're yeah. living at home because you you, you lost money. Yeah. That to me keeps it flat and it keeps it, you know, relatable. And Mm -hmm. it also lets you know that even if you've made a lot of money, who cares? You're a realtor and there's no such thing as a cool realtor. Obviously exhibit A here, Yes, but it it, it keeps it authentic. And I think people gravitate towards that. And if you can absorb Tom's structure, Roger's Mm -hmm. structure, Jill's Mm -hmm. structure, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you eventually find something from each one of those people that makes it yours. And by having a collaborative environment, commercial, land and lake, residential, you know, whatever it is, venture capital or property Mm -hmm. management, relocation, shout out to all of those companies. It works. And the people that can't grasp that and they're thinking too much and they're overtraining with their Beats by Dre headphones, they shouldn't be in sales. So thank you for your time. Afraid to make
0: phone calls, afraid to call people. You know what it is? So we started this business, Rogers, 20 20 years ago, my wife and I, we sat down and we looked at, at that time I was coaching 16, did you spell? I'm good. I'm telling you, it was the lid. It was the lid.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving along, 9 a.m. Um, the the general thesis was when I looked at the most successful people I was working with at the time, 16 rock stars on the original Steve Murray, when it was only the top 100, yeah. they all did it different. I mean, they all worked hard. They were all really like hardworking grinders. But this one, you know, this was their skill set. This one liked to market this way. This one loved to do open houses. This one was just fine doing their business on expireds. This one was all billboard advertising, marketing, whatever it took. Everybody had a different flavor. And what I'm hearing is you had all these flavors. So if you introduce people to enough flavor opportunities, they can say, I do that one. Yeah. But what about work ethic?
1: Um, I mean, you still got to show up. And and I think that the beauty, one of the keys to success is finding out as quick as you can what you suck at. Yeah. And you can't be day one real estate and be like, I suck at open houses. No, you don't. You never tried. I suck at expires. No, you don't. You never tried. I suck at cold coin. Yeah. No, you don't. You never tried. I suck at talking to people in person. No, you, if you do, then like run from being in sales. But right. I, And again, that, that's kind of why I was able to go lead with efficient efficiency, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. also led with I was not necessarily the most sensitive communicator because I tell people like maybe I don't know, like Mr. Wonderful, like you're dead to me. I probably use that term and yeah. people you know, probably still hate me. And I'm sorry if you're watching this, mom. Um, but I, I think that, you know, that's the luxury of, of real authentic leadership versus yes. some hokey pie in the sky. Yeah. Follow us. It's yes. a shiny new toy. Yeah guaranteed leads all that BS crap um, it, it, it works for the right people and I think yep. through that kind of part of my um, a mission with real estate is to infuse business mm-hmm. into a businessless industry yes um, but again it's an uphill battle but you know it's starting to finally work. I did fail the real estate exam 22 times as a reminder. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by failure. 22, actually 21 times. Yeah.
0: What's like, I'm trying to think of like one of the biggest licenses. Today's podcast is brought to you by XYZ yeah. YZ licensing school. Random. All right. Um. Totally random question. Music collection. Ooh, here we go. Yes. Top five. Who's your top five solo acts? Top five, let's say like bands of all time.
1: Golly. How long is this podcast? Seven days. Seven days. Okay. So.
0: I'm going to ask you to sing the B-side hit of every one of the albums too.
1: No problem. We can do that. So uh, music. Uh, Number one, Don Henley, the greatest American singer-songwriter of all time. So much so that we named our daughter after him. Yes. Number two, probably right now I'd go with Van Morrison. uh, Ireland, my my hometown, kind of, even though I was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. Number three, David Ruffin, uh, lead singer of The Temptations, uh, incredible group. They did a bunch for music, but also oh, for yeah. um, civil rights. Uh, number three, I'd probably go with a combo between Bob Seger, Billy Joel. Rounding it out at number five would probably be Levon Helm, lead singer of the band. Yep. I could do this all day. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, like I start talking about music and I'm more excited than I am about real estate. And I so I have that. to find a way to tie that in every day to the stuff that is relatively mundane.
0: Do you know the name Budge Husky? Not yet. Budge is uh, Budge was the CEO of Cole Banker. Now he runs uh, one of the biggest Sotheby's brands down in Florida. What a great name, Budge Husky. He yeah, sounds. You don't like want to
1: get a, into a fight with Budge Husky. No, Whoa, no. Budge Husky's coming. Yes. It,
0: it, well, either either football name like football player or a musician,
1: but <laughs> or a fun disease. I've got Budge Husky. Oh God! Did you go to Vegas? <laughs> Budge, no, he in, said it, not me. No, I, I mean, was in Mexico. Budge
0: Husky. There's yeah. a bunch of Sotheby's people right now yeah. going. What? I've got what? the Budge Husky. Yeah. <laughs> he and I met over music on Twitter. Really? It was like, it just, you know, I I saw he posted something musically and I thought, all right, this guy loves music. Mm. And it was just same thing. He has, I want to say about six or 7,000 records in his collection. And like myself, it's, it's come home, turn on a record, relax, soak into being a dad, being a husband, you know, not being Tom Ferry, you know, on stage, right? Like, so it's a, it's just a way to do it. Have you always loved music? Yeah. How, how do you incorporate music into your business life? I saw it on your website, and that's why I was like...
1: Yeah, we do our trainings in songs. And so we found that people learn better. I'm joking. We should, actually. I actually think
0: you really should.
1: There is a new business, Tom Healy, uh, yes. bringing you... Uh, yeah, I, I think that, like, like anybody, probably at the end of the day, the yeah. last thing you want to talk about is coaching. The last thing I want to talk about is real estate. I yeah. love finding a way to go connect about the one thing that everybody can right. agree upon, right. and it's music, right. no matter your faith, your political views... Yep. Yep. what you do for work, music is the only thing that when you feel it and you start tapping your feet or doing this, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're we' we're soul we're, we're soul brothers. So yeah. yeah, I think there's ways to to bring it in, but I also am very blatant that like you, our office has big paintings of musicians that people are like you like Tupac and you like Van Morrison Is that Aretha right. the Franklin? who's right. that random white guy with? Right. You know? I was like, that's Don Henley. Yeah, come on in. yeah. so I, I think it just gets people calm and it, uh, when I used to do the interviewing for staff and agents, I would immediately find a way to connect with anything other than real estate. hundred percent. And I would ask if you could go to one concert, who would it be And like, there was a strand of people that would like Beyonce. I was like one concert of all time, Beyonce, and then Billie Eilish. I was like, all right, this really? is not gonna be a fit. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's yeah. That's actually,
0: that's one of my favorite, like sitting around the fireplace, hanging out with like new friends and old friends. Like what was your favorite concert? Ooh. What was your first concert? Yeah. If you could go back and see any three bands today, doesn't no matter what time period it is. And yeah. it's just so, like you get to know somebody's soul. Like music impacts us emotionally, it's yeah. anchors to moments in our life. It's yeah. like all these special memories and they, you get a glimpse of that with people. And it's uh, just, it's yeah. just, it's better than just, Hey, are you still successful in real estate?
1: Yeah. Have you seen my Instagram? Yeah, no, it's yes. it, it's music is therapy. I think yeah. that uh, there's a quote I heard that said some people hear music and the lucky ones feel it. And yeah. that's yeah. kind of a, that's a mission of mine so much so to where I've dedicated a, a, a brand to just my music memorabilia collecting. Yeah. Um, and it's been one of the highlights of my life.
0: I see it. Yeah. I see it. I see it. No self-deprecation about real estate. When we talk music, man, you're like all in.
1: There's no music exam, but if there was, I'd fail it probably 21 times, and that would be how we would lead with that. Yes. Yeah, music. And I think, again, I love people that are passionate about whatever their thing is. I, I do a podcast, and yesterday I had a guy on that Essentially sells dinosaur bones for a living. Yeah. I don't care about dinosaurs, but just listening to them talk. I'm like, damn, you're right. so into right. a megalodon tooth that yes. you start sweating because you don't know how to stop talking. It's like, it's amazing. And yeah. I think that's how I am with music. And it just again, people can appreciate the authenticity. And I think that the conversions of people that turn into someone who would buy a vinyl record or actually learn about David Bowie. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun.
0: Is there a good record store in Dallas? There is, yeah. I might need that list. Off. Uh, I was
1: going to tell you which one. I wasn't just being Don't a jerk. No, because no, I, I buy like so much online. Do like, you know what time it is? I do. Yes. Yeah, no. Um, Josie Records. Over off 635 in Josie. Somebody,
0: somebody capture that, please.
1: Uh, and cool. at checkout, you can use the name Rogers for a yes. discount. Yes. Um, those are my, my buddies, my <laughs> business partners. It's right the on. world's largest record store. My wife and I would go there every Sunday before our daughter was born, and that was our weekly date. And we would yeah. pick a record, and we would go home and listen to it.
0: I love that. Yeah, I love that. So. So can we do a what's hot what's not?
1: Like uh, Paris Hilton kind of I don't like even that's know. Hot? Just,
0: just, no not like that not like that. So every now and then I'll ask I'll ask you know interesting what's, interesting what's people hot? just it's just your perspective Coffee? on on inside of real estate oh. what's hot what's not. What's hot? What's hot? I mm. love it. He has no idea. But let's just play along. Ready? So I'm going to just give you a word or right. a phrase, it, oh, okay. and you just tell me your experience, hot or not.
1: Can I say that's hot you, if it's hot? Absolutely. So that's not that's hot, hot if it's not.
0: Okay. Here we go. I think I actually know who that character is. Ready? Paris uh, yes. Okay. Icon. O- open houses. Hot. Hot. I like just the, just the tone. Direct mail. Warm. Warm. Okay.
1: Well, direct mail, if you do it like marketing, uh, yes. the mother of all learning is repetition. All y'all that are watching this, mm-hmm. especially tenured agents that have some, some of the house's money you can play with, mm-hmm. do it, but you have to do it every two to three weeks for it to right. be effective. And you're not going to go put a postcard out and be like, Oh my God, my career is made. No, that's not how yeah. marketing works. You got to do it repetitively. Yes.
0: Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to flip the question only cause I have a lot of experience with this and I know you do too. Billboards beginning Oof. or last mile of branding. Um,
1: well, I started doing billboards when I was single and my first day Yeah, with but you my were wife, single like
0: 14 days ago, man. So
1: and I failed the real estate exam 21 <laughs> times for all you people <laughs> tuning in today. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, look, Phil Dunphy is a, a realtor icon. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, kind of is if you've seen Modern Family. Um, and so was uh, what's Paul Rudd's character in I Love You, Man. I think yeah. that part of the mission of a salesperson is to be unavoidable, mm-hmm. right? And there's very blatant ways to do that. Billboards, right? We have billboards, joinrogers.com We're hiring realtors. People yes. never wonder, are you hiring? Yes, we are hiring yes. realtors in Texas. Yes. Um, sure, but prepare for ungodly right. wrath of people for that sure. are mean. For sure. Um, which I still am not great at receiving, but yeah. But again, as a business owner, is it the smartest move to put my face on a billboard? Probably not when mm. you're trying to edify agents. And so we're learning, or I'm learning that the hard way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that that's a very blatant way to self-promote. But again, you can't just do it one time. And, and it's, it's and also—it's and not
0: one billboard. No, and would you rather billboards. have a car or would you rather have a
1: billboard? Yeah. Most people would choose a car. Exactly, which is why I took my bike here.
0: <laughs> you know, this real estate, thing but it's doesn't not just any out. bike. There's a good chance there if could you be all a have seen Pee Wee Herman, yes. I
1: bought Pee Wee Herman's bike that Francis stole from him, and so really? no, I had a feeling. Sorry. Okay, you, but do- you know that Paul Rubens' Pee Wee character is a realtor now. No way. He's not. Keep going. Exactly. Okay.
0: God. All right. Hot. Hot. Yeah. Okay. Roger Healy. hot. All right. YouTube videos.
1: Hot. Hot.
0: Hot. That, that was like a that was almost a hot. 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 Thank you. Google ads. God.
1: Um man. Sure. Don't, don't call them that. Uh, just, I, no, just Google. No, no, I'm saying if again, if you can afford it, if you can afford to pay to play, then great. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the authentic, like what you're talking about, like being likable and being authentic is a way better way to go and generate leads because if you don't have to tell people and force people to like you, know you, trust Mm -hmm. you, great. But I think Google Ads for a business owner might be great. But then, believe it or not, When you watch the news, ladies and gentlemen, it never leads with Tom and Rogers become friends and love David Bowie. It's always something negative. And I think that with that, if you expose yourself online, that sounded terrible. Mm -hmm. Let's edit that. If you put yourself in a position where you're easy to find online, people might give you a bad review even if they don't know you. And there's a whole thing called cancel culture where if you have long hair and a goofy name, people can find you. And they love to go and be the mob. And uh, I don't have long hair. No, I uh, I took the real estate exam and I failed it twenty one times. Uh, I'm Rogers Healy. Yeah. I can show
0: you how yeah. to sell homes, how
1: to fail. No, it's, so I, I think that if again, if you have the the strategy behind it and having yes. a, a really small smart team, yes, but that's not where I put my uh, my money. If I had to spend a dollar today, advertising, love it. Yeah, uh,
0: calling past clients in sphere
1: every day. Yes, hundred percent hotter Thank than you. hell. I yes. think that that's what you know, you got to dance with the one that that brought you. And I was so good at the beginning about generating business, but I Mm -hmm. would never follow up just assuming my people would come back to me. And I lost out on millions of dollars of commission just because they were offended that they thought I was insincere. I was like, no, I closed the deal and I'm moving on to the next, but hundred percent, you should do that every single day.
0: Yes. Hunters versus like long-term relationships, nurturing. Okay. A couple more Instagram. You've you've made fun of it multiple times, and I love Mm. it. Not really Instagram platform. No, the agents that are doing social and never making phone calls, not doing open houses, not hot.
1: If you do it right, I was the first real estate agent in the country to do social media, and it's not because I thought it was cool. It's because I couldn't afford mailers and billboards. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you do it, just be yourself. Yeah. Right. And and please realize that not everybody needs luxury. Anything. We Mm -hmm. never use the word luxury in anything that we do. Mm -hmm. Ever. We sell real estate. And if you want to build wealth in real estate, Mm -hmm. sell real estate. Don't Mm -hmm. specialize in freaking multi million dollar places. That's not realistic. So, yes. But smile. You know, if you have teeth, smile. If you don't, sell some real estate, and then your first commission check, buy some teeth. But yes. I I think you've got to find a way to just be, you know, real. And and if you don't have to go and fake it, then I you're going to have people that don't waste your time. Again, speaking from experience here, um, yes. I didn't know how to perfect that until way later in life.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, hot or not? Not.
1: I don't like the oh. Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys guy. Okay. I don't right. support their leadership. Yes. You can put me on blast Okay. On that. Yes. I'm yes. a 49ers fan.
0: So as we wrap this up, that was a really good segue right there. Um, if, if I just said to you, hey, this was the last time you're going to do a podcast and you want to just shed That's some. It's depressing. I know. I know. God but just go with it. How me How about the
1: this. last time today?
0: How about, well, you have no more shows today? I have like three more shows today. Damn. All right. So it's your last one with me today. Oof. And you got to look to that camera and just share with them. If you, if you could wave a magic wand and help every agent become more successful, what are those one, two, or three things that are just non-negotiable in this business?
1: Never settle whatever that means just be yourself and trust your freaking gut Mm -hmm. and um you know snake oil salesmen are real in real estate Mm -hmm. um run from them please and whether it's my company whether it's getting coached by tom find somebody that you respect Mm -hmm. and that what they stand for is not just centered around real estate Uh, and by doing that you're going to find true joy and i know that sounds like kind of old man cheesy but it's really really true and i think that as success finds people the right people become better people Um, but unfortunately in real estate residential commercial whatever a lot of people get bitten by the bug and um, they think that they're celebrities but you're a realtor right right? And, and again just going back to the being relatable and being liked, just be your freaking self. And please, if you don't have a leader you respect, be that leader. And um, that's what I decided to do. I love it. After taking the real estate exam 21 times in a row, but I passed it. Yes. Yes. You did it. Congratulations. Thank you you very much.
0: It would be awesome to actually have everyone. I have them all. Pearson
1: View. I have them all. And over the course of my face was bloated because I got really into drinking. I'm joking. I didn't. I kind of did. Yeah. Which I want to plug Siempre Tequila, which is our newest investment. Tequila is the only upper of all Wait alcohol. Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to give you a bottle of my tequila. You, you may have made the wrong investment. Really? Oh, yes. We just got top five for Extra Anejo's. Our Cristiano was on fire. La Adelita, baby. The what are you Adelita drinking Army. right now at nine in the morning? I'm drinking bourbon. This is the Duke bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I have to hide it yeah. over here. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> the Duke bourbon. John Wayne. So my, yes, that's wow. that's one of our Love other it. companies. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, it's been super fun. Yeah, it's, about, it's about time. We were pinging each other on Instagram. I've been you know, watching it from afar. I see your billboards when I go drive out to Dallas National. Yeah. I'm like, there he is. Yeah. There he is. I'm uh, going to get him on the show. We're going to have a good time.
1: I have a question for you, actually. Shoot. Hot or not? Rogers Healy. Hot. There we go.
0: Hot. And comedic and fun and self-deprecating. And sad interesting.
1: inside. Really sad inside. Yeah. And then I start drinking <laughs> Tom's wine. And then yes. the perpetual uh, cycle of sadness kicks in Yes. until I put on Don Henley.
0: Yes. And yes. then we're in our happy place. Yeah.
1: Until the next morning when I wake up. uh, At two. (laughs) Yeah. Sad. Welcome to having babies. And that's when I drink coffee. So just the cycle is continued. And if you want to be led by someone like me, run. Yeah. Daniela,
0: we need to make sure that when he goes to Starbucks, like someone else puts the lid on because clearly the lid thing is not working. for Or maybe here's a business idea. Tape.
1: Coffee tape.
0: I like that. Yeah. This could be the longest ending to a podcast I've ever done.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) How many times
0: did you take the test?
1: I took the real estate exam 21 times Times. before passing it number 22. That's how we end this thing.
0: Thank you so much for watching. Follow him on Instagram for more of this comedy. Please.
1: Like everything I post. Watch my videos. I
0: like like likes. Call his baby Squish. Squish. Yes, please. (laughs) He's super cute. Hey, super fun. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. you. All right. We're out.